This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, Dr. Vic here, and you're listening to another episode on the Mindful Experiment. Excited to have you here. I hope you are enjoying fall as much as I have. It's my favorite season. Um, I love the cooler weathers in the morning. It's still a little warm in the you know in the day, midday, but it's the slowing down process of life, right? We're preparing for winter. There's so much sim- symbolism and things that we can take from nature on this and how it's time to slow down, reconnect, and uh, just really reflect on the the year and, and, and enjoy the what's to come with all the beautiful holidays and so forth. Um, yeah, anyway, I digress. But this episode, this interview that we had with Joshua Bloom, um, is a good one. I think you guys are going to really enjoy this. Um, you've heard me talk a lot about the quantum world and this podcast, uh, myself on my own episodes alone, including people, other people I've interviewed. So this is something that I know you'll find value. It's a different approach, different way of looking at things, and it's it's it, he's doing some really awesome stuff, and uh, I really enjoyed this, and I know that you will too. So before we get into the interview, tell you a little about who Joshua is. He's the number one best-selling author of The Ultimate Answer is, is Inside, creator of Quantum Energy Transformation, master of the Quantum Shift, and founder of the Quantum Energy Center. As an internationally acclaimed trusted authority on quantum transformation, number one bestseller, the executive producer of The Ultimate Answer is Inside, movie with upcoming companion book, and the creator of Quantum Energy Transformation, his soul's purpose and passion is to empower empaths and intuitives to unlock and own their authentic power and turn their potential into lasting paradigm shifts. Through his work in quantum energy transformation, which has a basis in quantum physics, he's developed a way of being called being quantum that grounds the body into a state of wellness, which happens in less than two minutes. And he's also developed a transformational process called age clearing that transforms trauma fast and easy, as well as being Reiki that creates it not instant quantum shifts in just minutes, but much faster than traditional Reiki. With no further ado, here is my wonderful interview with Joshua Bloom. Joshua, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you on. I'm really excited to pick your brain on so many levels and get into some really, really uh, stuff that I'm excited about, but I know my listeners will be also because I do talk a lot about the quantum field. And so, but before we get into that, I want to know, just ask you a question. How did you get into what you're doing today? Like what, what was the journey that led you to where you are today? Well, definitely the journey was that this work found me. It found me because I fell apart um, something around 20 some odd years ago. I fell apart with huge amounts of anxiety. I didn't know what was going on. One day I was fine. The next day I was a mess and I kept being a mess. And some days I was in a place where I couldn't function very well. And I, it, it, interestingly enough, it happened after I was featured on the front page of the Washington Post. And shortly after that, I, th- you know, I thought my career was like made, right? I just made it. I got on the front page of the Washington Post, me and the president. I mean, it can't be better than that. And then I was not okay. And so it took me years, about 10 years to get back on track in my life. 
But through those 10 years, I really learned quite a bit, to be honest. And I created a healing modality called quantum energy transformation. During that time, I started helping other people because I, I kind of felt like I was a lost cause. I wasn't going to change, but maybe I could help others. And so I focused on helping other people. And as I saw them shift and change, that's what gave me the belief and the possibilities for me to be able to shift my anxiety and live the life I have today. That's awesome. I love how you, 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 you taught others and then eventually you're like, okay, there's enough people now that I've helped to see this. I got to believe this now. I just got to believe it for myself. Yeah. You know, I learned about Dr. Bruce Lipton's work. And one of the things that really struck me was he said that in order for you to heal or transform, you must be in growth and you can't be in protection. If you're in protection, you won't change. If you're in growth, you can change. And I'm like, I am always in protection. I'm always in some level of fight or flight. I'm always um, not in a good place. You know, this is like 10 years ago. And not, I mean, I'm sorry, this is like 20 years ago, I meant to say. And so when that happened, when I was in that place of um, <laughs> difficult living, so to speak, it was so, it, it just rang, it just rang so true to me that I was in this place of fight or flight, which is what Dr. Lipton looks at as a state of protection. And so no matter what you do, it's not going to change until you get into a place of growth. And so when I created quantum energy transformation, I said, well, obviously that's the first step. Get into growth, then you can change. And so I looked at the science that Dr. Lipton was sharing. And it was so amazing to see that things were much more possible than I ever thought they would be. My very first client um, at a hypnosis center, see, I went to a hypnosis center for help. And when I went there and they did a session with me, um, I, I realized I knew more than they did and they weren't going to be able to help me. I needed somebody who knew more than I did. And I, I already knew a lot because I was trying to fix my problem and I was taking every class um, going to every practitioner I possibly could, and I learned quite a bit doing that. So by the time I got to the hypnosis center, I realized that the hypnosis center couldn't help me, but I could help them. And so I started to work with clients there, and I started to get the clients into growth. And as soon as I did that, then I was able to do the work the inner work that they needed to get to, to help them transform. And the first lady that I worked with, she had anxiety, which is kind of funny. <laughs> she had anxiety. And I'm like, you know, totally anxious. Um, and, but she had anxiety and I helped her get to that place that she needed to get to, that growth place, that beingness place. And then we moved the anxiety out of her body through through get jumping into the quantum field and moving the energy at the cellular level of the body. And when we did that, her anxiety left. And this took about, you know, in this, at this time it was taking longer. So it took about 40 minutes uh, to get that, get to that place for her and release it. And uh, now we can do it in less than seven minutes. But before we were, <laughs> this was before I was, before I created the modality, right? So I'm working with her. She, she shifts and changes and she goes to the lady that owns the hypnosis center and she says, you got to keep this guy because 
I feel like I've never felt before. And I thought that was pretty amazing that she, that she felt that she had such a great transformation. And I'm like, well, I have anxiety. What about me? You know, <laughs> why can't, why can't I change? So I kind of went into myself at that point and said, well, that's great that she's like free now, but what about me? So I kept, you know, asking what's, what's possible for me, but I kept going and I kept helping other people. I helped a woman named Casey Craig who had fibromyalgia and um, she was coming into the center. She she asked to work with me. I was brand new there and I didn't know why she wanted to work with me because I didn't, um, you know, I wasn't there very long. But she said that she had an intuition and that she wanted, that she really needed to work with me. And I said, okay, well, let's do it. Now, I was kind of anxious before working with her because I thought she wanted to work on weight loss and I didn't study up on weight loss yet and I didn't know how to work with somebody with that with that issue and so <laughs> i felt a little bit uh off kilter in the beginning but then she said what she wanted to work on was this thing called fibromyalgia and i thought she was speaking a different language i had no idea what she was saying fibromy what what are you saying and she said well fibromyalgia is like pain in the body pain in the legs someday she can't get out of bed she's having trouble sleeping and her legs feel really heavy and and it's very uncomfortable and, you know, some days she's not functional at all. She can't even get out of bed. And I'm like, okay. And she says it's an incurable syndrome. So it's kind of funny, but I thought, well, that's got to be better than working on weight loss since I didn't have any experience in that. And of course, I certainly didn't have any experience in fibromyalgia at the time either, but she couldn't expect much because, because she said it was an incurable illness and or syndrome. And I'm like, okay, well, if it's incurable, she can't expect much out of me. So I, I felt really free to just play and see where this was going to take us. So I asked her a question. And when I asked her a question, she started to cry. And I didn't expect that. And um, she had just hung up her coat because she was hot. So she hung up her coat. And I asked her to sit down while she was crying. And I held her hands and I got really connected with her. And I jumped into the quantum field with her and I had her move the energy at the cellular level of the body because it was already moving. And in about four minutes, it left her body. And that's what she said to me. She said, Joshua, it left my body. Now, at first, I didn't know what she was talking about. I said, what left your body? She said, the fibromyalgia left my body. When she said that, I, I didn't know who was the crazy one. Uh, literally, I thought, this is, this is crazy. She just told me this was an incurable illness. And now she's looking me straight in the eyes and telling me that it's gone. I didn't know. I didn't, that's not normal in our, in our experience, in our society. And it's just not what happens. I mean, of course, I thought it was possible. But it's different when it actually happens right before your eyes. And it's like, oh, it really is possible. I was just, you know, thinking it was possible. But now I know it's possible. And so when she had that shift it, it changed my life because it showed me that if she could do that i could release my anxiety so i think she helped me much more than i helped her because she showed me that anything was possible and that changed that totally changed my life now when she left the center when you know she came into the center she was dragging her foot behind her um, when she came in, I didn't know what, I just like, what am I going to help this lady with? She's like, she looks terrible. And <laughs> she's dragging her foot behind. When she left, she walked out 
regularly. She did, wasn't dragging her foot behind. And I thought that was a miracle. Just, just amazing how she came in so differently than she left the center. And that was such a powerful transformation for her. 16 years of fibromyalgia in four minutes, it shifted. And she was able to go on a honeymoon with her husband, a second honeymoon actually. And she was able to walk in Paris every single day without missing days, which she totally expected she would do. And it changed her life. So these are the kinds of transformations that have been happening ever since that day, um, somewhere around 20 years ago. Uh, it's amazing. What an awesome story. I mean, it's, it's just amazing when you can, you know, do those kind of things against, and then you take medical, you know, <clears throat> standard medical uh, or standard healthcare in America and how they do things. And, and it's like, hold up here. That's total the polar opposite uh, compared to uh, uh, what this condition is and what's the prognosis and what it's going to do to the person and how long and, and what their, their, their lifespan is going to be or what they're going to have to deal with for the rest of their life. And then here you are just with something different going into the quantum field and, and being able to shift and change things to an ass away where look at that. We said four minutes, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty amazing. How can we do this in our life? How can we make this transformation in our life? And it, 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 it can just be done and just not just in health, but like in with business and money and things like that. When we focus on the quantum working on the, on the quantum field. Absolutely. And, be, and before I get into that, I wanted to just mention something about medical. You were saying something really fabulous about the medical and, and therapy models. When in, in the medical and therapy communities, they're all about being in protection. Everything is about protection mode, not about being in growth. It's about fixing rather than growing into the new possibilities. So just the model itself is like tainted in the direction to be in protection. So people either stay the same or get worse. And that's, that's, that's pretty rough. You know, that's why people in hospitals, um, you know, stay there or, or stay there longer than they should, because it's hard for them to get better because the model doesn't support the growing aspect. I, I love, I love how you bring that up. Cause I, I remember in my first book, I talk about how the, the, the medical system is, 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 an, is like a fixed mindset. It, it, yeah. It's fixed in a way where it's this is just in its protection will keep you there also um, to that aspect instead of uh, being in that growth and, and what could be potentially there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the power of what I'm bringing differently is that in 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 the quantum model, so to speak, we don't have the rules or the or the system in place that says you must do this protocol, you must do that protocol, you've got to watch this or watch that. Um, so I have a lot more freedom when working with a client to do what it takes to get there because nothing says I can't do it. You know, once once it becomes, you know, a thing where you must do things or you have to follow this protocol, you have to do it exactly this way, uh, then we get stuck. And the thing is, is that everybody's different. Not not the same way will work for you as the same way will work for me. Every way, everybody has a different way that they need. In a sense, we all experience life in the way that we did, and it needs to unwind and, and release the way that it does. Not the way that the protocol says to do it, but the way that we need it done for ourselves. So it's a, it's a, everything is individual based on what, what that person needs when I work with them. And that's so empowering. 
because you know I've worked with people with fibromyalgia. Um, there was the one lady that I just told you about, Casey Craig. You know, I just we just went right into it. But there was no. I just asked a question and then it released. I mean, that's really what happened. Um, kind of like magic there. Um, but with other people, I've done it more as a meditative experience. And um, other people, I've had them move the energies in a totally different way because everybody needs what they need uh, rather than what a protocol kind of says they need to have. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I love how you bring that up about individual needs and how it's what they need and all that kind of stuff, because it's like, you can look at that in health. We can look that in business. You can look that in many different ways of how people, uh, you get these, you get business aspects and and they'll tell you, no, this is how it is. This is what you need to do to be here. This is how you have to go to go here. And it's like, well, who's who this is my experience of life. This is, is, I have certain needs that need to be met and maybe it's not the same as this person and so forth. Exactly. And as you asked before, it is totally important to change our model in the way that we live and do everything, because we all have special needs in in all different areas. I know we look at kids in school. You know, when I was in school, I was considered a special needs kid. I was special, right? (laughs) (laughs) And, And so are, but everybody is. I think, you know, that's the whole point is that we all need something different. We all need to learn the way that we learn, not the way that the system says we need to learn it. And so as we progress through our life, how we need to be in business is very personal. You know, we can't just be in business in the way that the program says we need to. You know, people take lots of business programs and they are taught, this is how you do this and this is how you do that. And and, and many of those things are great learnings, but someone needs to know how they work to know if that program in itself is gonna work for them. What if they need something different in how they work? Some people are really, really good at doing the same thing over and over again but not really good when new things come into their life. So if they have got to do a lot of new things in business, they're going to fail. <laughs> or the opposite person. The opposite person is like, I don't really be consistent about anything, <laughs> but I love new things. You see what I mean? So everybody has their own way of doing things. When we put it into a quantum model, then we can allow ourselves to really get grounded, be in the body and look at business as part of who we are rather what we do, because a lot of the time we're all looking for the strategy. What is the strategy that I need to do in business? And the thing is, is that it's really less about the strategy and so much more about who are you in your business? Who is your business? And as as who you are, how do you move through your business and work with people and get them the results that they need? How do you do that from a place of identity, not from a place of what do I do next? I like that. I think it would you say that's like the more of that showing up in your the being or the essence of who you are in there rather than um, constantly just focusing on like, oh, here's a new metric to do. Here's a new thing to do here. Well, this is a new thing to do over here. Kind of Absolutely. way of looking at things. Well, so many times people look for that strategy, the steps that it takes to do something, and then they totally forget about themselves. Then they get to a point where they realize, oh, this none of this is me. None of this is something I want to be doing. You know, it's really important to ask yourself that question. 
what do I want to be doing every day most of the time? Because if, if it's not what you're learning, then you have to learn something else. So I think business has, is very, very personal. And what, ha what ends up happening is we go into protection in business because we're learning these strategies that it takes to be successful. Unfortunately, if those strategies don't align with who you are, then we fail because the strategies have to align with their identity. And if they don't, then there's no possible way to win unless you do it the other way around. Who am I and from who I am, what strategies work for me to actually get to the goal? I love that. So then it comes to the question, how do we make, because, you know, some people who uh, are listening to this and like, this is awesome. This is great. How do I start or what are things I can do to really start making these, these playing in the quantum field and make shifts from there rather than going ahead and being in the physical realms of just constantly, you know, got to keep grinding, got to keep doing kind of, you know, it's kind of like memory. You can, you, can, you can take all this time in the world of repetition, repetition, repetition to eventually memorize something, or you can use other things that take fractions of the time and to memorize it also. How can we get into that quantum and how can we play in there? Oh, well, that's awesome. So how we do that is we must first connect to ourselves because we need to bring ourselves with us to do the things that we need to do to be successful. Uh, whether that's in transformation, healing, or, or business, it doesn't matter what it is. What tends to happen is we get all in our head, and most of us are now taught to be overthinkers. So we're all in our head, overthinking, doing so much of that mouse wheel stuff where the mouse is running in, in our brain, and it's like crazy. Most of us can't sleep because we are having difficulty with stopping our brain from function, from, from like, continuing to um, you know, run that mouse wheel and, and we're overthinking even, even when we're trying to go to sleep so we stay up all night as well. And this is happening because we're not connected to ourselves. We're really just training our brains to just keep running. And unfortunately, it doesn't ever stop. So it makes us very uh, tired and it's a very difficult way to function. So the opposite of that would be to get grounded. And the way that we get grounded in quantum energy transformation is very simple. We put our awareness or our attention at the base of our spine. And it's kind of funny because I say, you know, people say, well, how do you do that? Because somehow that seems to be complicated. But what's, what's interesting about quantum energy transformation is everything is easy. There is nothing that I do that is complicated at all. So I say, well, can you think about where your car is? And of course, people say, yes, of course, I know where my car is. I parked it over there or it's in my garage or and you put your attention there. They're like, yeah, I can put my attention there. It's it's right with my car right now. It's like, great. Well, your butt is closer. <laughs> it should be easier for you to put your attention at the tailbone right where your butt is. And so they're like, oh, it's that easy. Like, yes, it's that easy. All you're doing is you're putting your attention at the tailbone. And when you do that, you bring your awareness into slow energy and you slow everything down from science the head area is fast energy with very very small waves this is when we're overthinking and the mouse wheel is turning over and over and over again when we put our awareness at the base of our spine now we're going into slow energy with very large slow waves that are moving this is how we start to enter 
the quantum field so that when we slow things down, we have more time to assess things, to think about things. That is a different time perspective. So when things are slower, you can jump in and make a change, whether that's in your thinking or whether that's in your energy or, or for anything. So the power of slowing down and going into a perspective of slow allows you to make changes more easily where things are going slow enough for you to deal with them. A good example is, is this. Is it easier for you, you to get out of a bus if it's moving or if it's stopped? <laughs> right? It's an obvious answer. You don't want to get out of the bus when it's moving, that's for sure. But that's what we're doing all the time with our mind. Our mind is going and going and going and going and going, and we're trying to get off the bus. And in order to do that, we need to slow down, bring our awareness down to the base of our spine, which starts us getting into the quantum field. And then you can start to make more changes. Actually, when you're in the quantum field, multitasking is a real thing. See, in real life, not the quantum field, multitasking is literally impossible. People think they're multitasking, but what they're really doing is doing a little bit of this thing and stopping, then going to something else and doing a little bit of that thing and then stopping, and then going to something else and a little bit of that thing and stopping. But they say, well, I'm multitasking, I'm doing multiple things at once. Yeah, not necessarily efficiently, but we're, but we're doing more than one thing at once. In the quantum field, you can literally do more than one thing at a time. I can put my attention at the base of my spine, think about a problem and I can move the energy all at the same time without any issue. There's no issue about doing numbers of things. In quantum energy transformation also, we have the ability to handle many aspects of a problem at the same time. So for example, in most modalities, you're dealing with one thing that you can deal with at a time, but not in quantum. In quantum, we can deal with so many more things at once. So a good example of that is if somebody has fear, and they're really fearful, this is not one aspect. There are many aspects of that fear. There might be hundreds of aspects, or maybe they've had that fear from, um, you know, five different events or 50 different events in their life. And if they're holding on to that fear in quantum energy transformation, we can handle all of those situations at the same time. Whereas in many other modalities, you can deal with the one event maybe at a time. So it's really powerful with with quantum energy transformation how much you're able to deal with and multitask in the quantum field i love how you bring up the whole multitasking part because it is it, it's so true of what we can do in the quantum versus in the physical realms even just knowing my understanding of neuroscience it's impossible for the brain to uh multitask it just can't it can bounce from one thing to the next and go back and forth but it, it can't do two at the same time um, I like bouncing. That was a good description. I like the word bouncing. I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah. Some people use like selective focus. Or no, is it called selective focus? Where you like, you can, you're just, you're just selecting focus back. At, you're, I call it bouncing, but selecting focus back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, but it's one of those things where uh, to actually like, I, I sometimes tell people like it, it, you can, in the quantum realm, you can watch like two movies at the same time and actually ab absorb it like you're watching one. That's how cool it is to get into those realms. Yeah. So, I love how you talk about slowing down, grounding and all that stuff. It's really, I think that's, it's something that we just don't do much in today's world. 
it's just how much can we just keep going and moving forward and keep looking outside ourselves and not connecting with ourselves and not even feeling the energy of ourselves or grounding in any shape, way, or form. Um, so I, I love that. And, and, and with the, the, the practice of doing quantum energy transformation and things like that, this is, I'm assuming there's other things that are layered into this, or is this like one of the main base things that you do? And that's, that's, this is, this what starts that whole shift. Well, there's lots of things that we want to do in, in quantum energy transformation, depending on what we're resolving or what we're doing. Like, for example, in business, we have to understand that whoever is more sure wins. So if you're in a negotiation with somebody, you have to be more sure than they are. The way that most people become more sure than the next person is they get into their head. When you get into your head and try to be more sure, you're actually, um, you actually have very little energy in being sure. You have a lot of energy in thinking. And so this ends up being a problem because our thinking starts to push our buttons and says, well, are you really sure? Maybe you're not as sure as you think you are. Maybe you're not really ready for this. Maybe this isn't good for you. Maybe talking with this person, you're going to just lose. <laughs> you see what I mean? So when we're in our head, our head is not always our friend. And we're not in that place of being sure we're in. And, and certainly our body and our energy is not in that place. So we tend to lose in those situations um, when you think about negotiation. But when we go back to being grounded, when you get the energy and your energy body into a place of strength and grounding, then your body is in the place of being sure, being more sure than anybody else energetically. So then the body and the mind work together. And now the mind is not giving you all those negative things. And therefore, you're able to be sure physically, energetically, and mentally all at the same time in alignment with that negotiation. So in order to do that, you need to be in your body. And being in your body is a little bit different than just putting your attention at the base of your spine. Putting your attention at the base of your spine is an invitation to be in your body, but it's not in itself being in your body. So that's how we get started. We get started by putting our attention lower in our body at the base of our spine, the, which is the connection point or the access point to the quantum field. And then once you are connecting in that way, we need to actually be in the body. So what does it mean to be in the body? People talk about this all the time, but there really is an energetic experience of being in the body. Being in the body means that your higher self that self that is the pure you is inside your body with you. That's what being in the body actually means. So when we get scared, when we get fearful, when we get anxious, when we get stressed, when things don't go our way, our energy frequency lowers. And when that happens, our higher self says, listen, I don't like it in here. This energy is not doing me any good and I'm out. So your higher self literally floats up out of your body and it's above you. It's, it's what we mean when we say you're out of body. And so uh, people who have chronic pain, for example, are always out of body. It's so painful in their body that their, literal, their higher self literally has been out of their body for years. So... Getting into your body means that you're actually having that higher self 
go back into the body. But the higher self doesn't want to be in the body because the environment that it has is not at a high energy energy frequency that it needs to be at in order for it to be there. So what do we need to do? We need to raise our energy frequency, get grounded, and then your, your higher self says, ooh, that's inviting. I'm going to come back down and I'm going to be with you because the environment that you're creating for me energetically inside is what I need. So being in the body is very different than being grounded. So if you go into a yoga class, for example, that doesn't mean you're in your body. If you go and experience hypnosis, that doesn't mean you're in your body when you're experiencing hypnosis. You're probably in your head. So being in your body is a big aspect of quantum transformation because being in your body is what Bruce Lipton would, would, would say that being in, actually, let's say it this way. Bruce Lipton says you have to be in growth. My way of getting into growth is being in the body. So we bring the higher self back into the body. Your attention is lower in the body. And now you're fully connected to yourself. From that place, now you're in growth. I love that. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's one of those things like, again, people say, get you know, connect back and be in your body. And there's a difference between, there's an energy difference from that. And there's yeah. a whole beautiful process that when you're like really in tune and really connected and really like, okay, I'm here in this moment and I'm, I'm feeling everything of it. Um, the other thing you mentioned, I really like too, is like, you know, getting that body to be in that, that, that frequency or that, that, that energy of, feeling good, right? Having that, cause that, that's growth. And, yeah. and, and, and if you can get the body used to that, then you start training the brain and all of a sudden you create neural habits or neuro circuitry to allow to cre- adapt to that. And then all of a sudden that just becomes your nature. And all of a sudden you're manifesting and creating and doing and all these things that you were totally not doing before just by these subtle changes. Does that, does that, does that line to what you, you uh, share and teach? Absolutely. And manifesting is a very interesting conversation. I remember many years ago when I was making my movie, The Ultimate Answer is Inside. And recently now I have a book called The Ultimate Answer is Inside. And Dr. Bruce Lipton told me, you know, 20 some odd years ago, he said, Joshua, you can't manifest when you are doing something. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He says, well, Everybody tries to manifest things by doing what people tell them to do. You know, they tell them to, you know, you have to, uh, you know, um, visualize or you have to um, see yourself achieving it or all this stuff. He said, only 5% of the time are you conscious of what you're doing. Only 5% of the time. That is not enough time for you to be able to manifest anything. In order to manifest, you need to gain access to the 95% of the time in which you don't know what you're doing. And I thought, wow, isn't that what everybody is doing with the law of attraction? And they're, and they're working so hard and many people are having struggles with the whole thing because they're only able to do what someone says to do 5% of the time, while the other 95% of the time, they don't know what they're doing because, you know, only 95% of the time, we, we don't have that awareness. So I was thinking about how would I do that in quantum when Dr. Brusselton said, I said, this is, this is, this is it. This is, he's right. And so what I do is I teach people how to move the energy in their body for what's blocking them from 
from manifesting what they truly love and want, whether that's money or whether that's um, things or whether that's health. It doesn't matter what it is. But what we do to manifest it is we access that 95%, that unconscious part of us that's automatically manifesting without us even thinking about it. So we do that by moving the energy in the body at the cellular structure to be able to eliminate the things, the roadblocks that are in the way of manifesting, um, which usually is when we think about, oh, I won't be able to have this again, or um, this is a struggle or it's difficult. All these things that the mind says are reflections of what's stored in the cellular structure of our body that's telling us we can't have what we want. So when we eliminate those things, automatically you start building neuro pathways in alignment with your energy that's saying, yes, I could have what I want. I could have everything that I dream and everything can happen in a way that's in alignment with my identity and my spirituality. So it's, it's so powerful to realize that you can access the 95% of that of, of us that we don't normally have access to, to be able to manifest. So it's an autumn manifestation should be an automatic thing, an automatic experience. We shouldn't be trying to manifest. Manifestation is a byproduct of our energy system. Couldn't agree with you more there. I, I love, I mean, I'm a huge fan of uh, Bruce Lipton and all his work and uh, definitely read all his books, studied all his stuff, talked to him a couple times and, it, it's one of those things where, um, like you said, it's, it's, it's that 95% aspect. I mean, we, we let 95% of the people let the subconscious mind dictate their life. And, um, but getting into harness that power and knowing how to, you know, get into that and change that and use that 95% to your advantage. I think that's where the magic really is as you're sharing, uh, to really create the life of any life that you desire. May it be health, money, business, relationships, you name it. Um, Heck, you can do it all at once, right? Quantum field, you can tap all of it from one spot. Absolutely. I love this. So real quick, Joshua, how can people connect with you, find your book, follow you, all the good things that you're doing? Well, they can easily go to my website at quantumenergycenter.com, or you can go to beingquantum.com. Dot com. Both of those go to my website and there you'll have access to all my social media and, and all the good stuff. Awesome. For all the listeners, I'll have that all in the show notes for you. Joshua, this was awesome. Um, really enjoyed this conversation. I love what you bring. I love what you're doing. I love the information you're sharing and all the wonderful stuff. The world needs it. And uh, there's just ways to do things easier. So I appreciate you uh, doing what you do. Thank you so much. Oh, by the way, I have a free gift for your audience called Let Go of Overload and Overwhelm. And I think you're going to put that in the show notes also. This is going to help you release all of the overwhelm that we have from everything that happens in our life. And in just a few minutes, your, your life will change. Everyone, I'll have that in the show notes. I'm going to go make sure I download that and check that out myself. So Joshua, thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. I love your questions and the brilliance of our conversation and the possibilities that we went into are amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. 
And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.